0: Hi, Richie.
1: Hi, Sin.
0: What are we doing here today?
1: We were recording something else and then I made an offhanded remark and you said we have to record it. Yeah!
0: It's going to be a more classic episode because I'm eating <laughs>
1: Classic episode?
0: Yeah. I feel yeah. like we haven't eaten on a podcast in a while. Know. Uh-huh. Oh my god Richie you brought this on yourself you brought this yeah. you you play yeah. me but yeah. what did you choose to put your name as in this Zancaster room in which we're recording
1: Doth bruitus
0: I'm gonna screenshot this. Twitter, where's Twitter? (sighs) Actually, no. This is going on, and at everyone.
1: (laughs) Being projected on the moon.
0: What? (laughs) Projected on the moon? (laughs) Uh, Richie brought this upon himself. And then I hope I'm at everyone t- in our server, not accidentally. Yeah,
1: I certainly got the. I certainly got. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. There we go. Okay. So Richie, what are we doing here today?
1: I don't even know. I just mentioned like Star Wars, and you're like,
0: which episode now?
1: <laughs> so I guess it is.
0: Well, you said Star Wars released like a new something.
1: They released, a. this is like a couple of days ago, they released a um a clip from the film and I made the a joke about how they go down a lift and I'm like, oh, you better send that lift back up in case you die to the boss. Because it's like...
0: Yeah, like, it was yeah, a good one.
1: Yeah, thank you. I'm glad we're here to talk about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like a Dark Souls or Bloodborne shortcut. It
1: did look a bit like Ula Seal.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, where do we find this clip?
1: I'll send it to you. (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
0: So, um, I guess we will uh, turn it on at the same time, look at it, and then discuss it. Ready?
1: Well, uh, make sure you have a webcam pointed at you so we can get some epic reacts. Okay. (laughs) Okay, let's just queue it up.
0: Okay. You ready?
1: I'm just queuing it up. Hang on.
0: What does it mean, queue it up?
1: I have to, like, Did get the thing it? ready. Yeah, but I have to let it takes a while for it to actually play. So I have to get it to, like, buffer properly. Okay. 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 You ready now? Yep. Okay,
0: three. Three,
1: two,
0: two one, one, go.
1: Three, one. on? Yeah. oh So, as you know, The Last Jedi made a really big point of, like, you got to let the past go. you got to move on. We can't just keep things going forever. So, I imagine what Kylo Ren finds here will be something we've never seen before.
0: Okay. Yeah. I got startled by the starship in the beginning. Good scary movie. Jump scare? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's Kylo Ren and he's on the planet with his little
1: try a lightsaber (laughs) little lightsaber yeah
0: that's cool
1: yep here he is using the boss shortcut elevator (gasps) yep
0: my boy is this Darth Vader no I think it's Darth Vader
1: no this is Darth Vader
0: inside his head I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Wait, wait, My no laughter air is air.
1: syncing up with Palpatine. Sorry, what? <laughs> like how, like you, you care so little about Star Wars that you're just like, what?
0: No, no. It's oh, Earth- I want to see Earth- Baby Yoda. Yoda. God damn it, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So,
1: okay, good to
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Why are you laughing? It's like...
1: Okay, okay, okay. What's the clip called?
0: Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker Kylo Meets Alpatine. Yep.
1: Yeah, so who do you think he met?
0: Darth Bruitus. Yes. Would Darth Bruitus have a little helmet? But his tentacles would stick out anyway, so you know it's a Bruitus. But he's like, no, no, I'm Darth Bruitus.
1: So wait, is are all the Bruitus things actually just a Bruitus in different costumes?
0: No, it's not clear. Like okay. some of okay. them is, but some of them <laughs> isn't.
1: Good, good. Like I can't tell if I want to talk about Star Wars or a Bruitus <laughs> less. So yeah. from from what we gathered, you didn't understand <laughs> the entire point of that clip.
0: Because I did read the title it just does star wars i'm like
1: okay cool <laughs> like, is that darth vader it's clearly completely different
0: <laughs> <laughs> well darth vader is like a pretty iconic character so i thought it would be him that would make sense
1: I honestly i thought it would be yeah because i thought okay they're desperate at this point they have to bring back something people recognize yeah so I thought it was going to be like, oh, Kylo, like, encounters a force revenant of Darth Vader or something, and they bring back, like, Hayden Christensen.
0: Hmm.
1: And, yeah, and he's, like, meeting, like, uh, or, like a flashback or something with, with, like, Hayden Christensen playing Darth Vader. But, no, they brought back the Emperor.
0: But, wait, so what happened to the Emperor? Is he dead, or...?
1: Well, he was, but now he's just alive again.
0: In which one was he dead, though?
1: In 6, Darth Vader throws him into the core of the Death Star and he explodes.
0: Okay, can we find a clip of that, just to be sure?
1: No. Well, I'll I'll explain what happens. Okay. He's electrocuting Luke Skywalker with his lightning. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then Darth Vader is watching. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then he picks up the Emperor, right? Okay. With, like, the last of his strength and throws him like, off the, like, gantry that they're on, and he falls into the core of the Death Star and explodes.
0: Okay, so there is a clip that I found. It's two minutes long. We can watch it, and we can make sure.
1: I wonder what source this is taken from, because when they re-released it for Blu-ray, they added Darth Vader going, No! No! (laughs) It's not in the original.
0: That's pretty intense. Okay. Okay, ready? (laughs) Yep. Three. Three, two,
1: two, one, 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 Palpatine.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't know something fucked up. Yeah. He's younger than we are in this scene,
1: he just has a ton of makeup on. The actor. The actor's like thirty-four,
0: thirty-five. Oh, cute. I thought you meant Palpatine is like 30, but he had a No, tough he's life. like 100. Oh no, Darth Vader, save your son. father please I would never let Corvo be electrocuted like that
1: yeah he takes a while to make up his mind doesn't he
0: yeah uncomfortable I
1: don't know (laughs) (laughs) what can you do for me (laughs)
0: TM, it's still going, huh?
1: The return of the Jedi throne room stuff goes on for a very, very long time.
0: You're still thinking, what the fuck? This is like a comedy at this point.
1: Leaves <laughs> the Jeopardy music. Doo, 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 <laughs> doo, doo,
0: doo. <laughs> okay, okay, he got him. Okay, good. Bye! So, okay, we don't see him die.
1: Well, what, what just happened? There's this huge explosion and all this blue like light and gas shot up.
0: So if there's a floating <sighs> device down there, he could have just floated a little above ground.
1: I, I'm honestly kind of looking forward to how they try to explain this.
0: But this could also be in uh, Kylo's mind, though, right?
1: Well, do you you care about spoilers?
0: No, not at this point.
1: The Emperor is back. Like, it's him. This isn't even a spoiler. Like, they have specifically said, yeah, the Emperor is back. He's the villain again.
0: Oh. Like a projection, or?
1: I don't imagine he's doing too well, but-
0: No, but it could still be, like, in Kylo's mind. It could still be, like, a spirit. It could, you know, whatever. It's Star Wars.
1: But that's what he says. He says, I've been every voice you have ever heard inside your head.
0: So he could be in his mind. So it could be like a spirit.
1: No, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he's actually on that planet that Kylo went to.
0: Oh, but how did the guy hear him in his head?
1: Because he's got magic Sith powers.
0: Right, yeah,
1: True. Sure. Yeah. Is that all? <laughs> what was the point of watching that?
0: You made it seem a lot more interesting than it actually was.
1: That's true of a lot of Star Wars.
0: Oh, damn.
1: We're going to have to salvage something from this. Okay, okay. Okay.
0: Okay, okay. Let's think. Oh, no, I can't think. I'm eating chicken soup. Richie, save us.
1: It's too late for the chicken.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. We can do this. I have saved a lot of podcasts back in the day, Richie. Remember? Mm-hmm. My nickname is Savior of the Snack Covenant. So we just gotta sit. Just gotta <laughs> think. Mm. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Okay, okay, we're gonna rank the Star Wars movies from best to worst. We're gonna be a watch mojo for now. How about that? You
1: know, I, I installed a Chrome extension that blocks channels. And I blocked WatchMojo, and then suddenly I'm getting like WatchMojo Germany, WatchMojo Spain, WatchMojo UK. And this fucking empire that is spread throughout the world and I'm just having to individually block all of them. Oh my God. So I can watch something without immediately being suggested like the top ten funniest fails in it.
0: <laughs> um... all right. Okay. So what are the Star Wars movies?
1: There's the six that are called the the Skywalker saga.
0: The Skywalker saga, all right?
1: And then there's Rogue One and Solo. uh uh-huh. And then I guess the Ewok movies if you count those.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So we got to write them out on the paper. I have my parchment paper from our I Wanna Be the Guy playthrough. Oh, what a coincidence. Oh good. But I have no pens, so I'll use my laptop. Okay. Okay, so this is episode one, episode two, episode.
1: The problem is you do you remember them properly?
0: It's okay, we'll improvise. We'll wing this.
1: We'll just invent we'll just invent opinions about them. Okay.
0: Yes, five episodes. Here's
1: what I think <laughs> happened.
0: Episode seven is the new one, right? And episode eight. Yeah, I,
1: episode seven is.
0: Episode eight. No, I've seen episode eight, but like my boyfriend and I watched it a bit. And then I think we fell asleep.
1: So probably not the best one.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Solo and Rogue one. Okay. Nine, 8, nine, ten. there's 10 this is perfect, this is destiny, Richie okay so 10th place
1: uh-huh
0: um, which one would you say is the worst one of them all uh,
1: I don't think The Force Awakens is like terrible but it's pointless how so? It's just like, what if we just brought everything back again? Okay, this, here, here we encounter the issue with discussing the merits of Star Wars, right? Which is that The Force Awakens is like a competently made film that you can watch and not sit there like wanting to, to gnaw your hands off. Yeah, but it does absolutely nothing new or interesting at all.
0: Okay, but the thing is, I think a lot of the people who went to see Force Awakens may not actually remember the six previous ones.
1: No, the whole of the Force Awakens is just remember this thing; it's here again. Yeah,
0: so, it's so a what reminder. I'm what I'm
1: what I'm getting at?
0: <laughs> okay, okay,
1: is that right? The prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. There are parts of those that are incredibly hard to watch because they are horribly written and horribly acted.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And you squirm uncomfortably in your seat while Anakin is talking about sand, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All
1: of those films make an effort to do something that you haven't seen in Star Wars before. Like, Like, the prequel trilogy, every single one of those, they came up with an entirely new, like, faction, an entirely new planet, entirely new aliens, like all like every they look totally different from each other. And you can see throughout them, you can actually like watch the designs of the ships like evolve as though it's an actual war that's going on. So you can see like, oh that thing there, that's like a prototype of an X Wing. And then you can gradually see it become the X Wings by the time of like episode four. And you can see, oh, this ship here is like it looks kinda like a smaller version of the Death Star because that's eventually like they use those, the same people who built that end up constructing this. And you can watch it all evolve. And like the, you know, there's all these different like aliens that are brought into it. And like the, the trade federation droids from the first one, like they're not in the second one. In the second one, it's like the clones and these like weird um, ant people who live in a giant termite nest and all this stuff like that. The problem I have with the the new ones is it's like, hey, people remember the X-Wings from 1977 just do them again and we'll make some very slight modifications like hey it's a tie fighter again it's star destroyers again and then there'll be people well actually actually they change like five percent of the design and it's like good you can like there's a throwaway scene in attack of the clones when count dooku is escaping and he just has this ship that's on the screen for like 10 seconds but it's this really cool like um it looks kind of like a giant silver egg with like a sail out the front and it's like sailing through space. And it's like, that's more interesting than like anything in the sequel trilogy. And it's on screen for 10 seconds.
0: Okay. But to counter that, Finn and Poe had the most amazing friendship ever.
1: This, this raises, I think another problem. What? I think that the sequel trilogy has, they're very, very good actors. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that the characters are being kept afloat by the acting rather than the script. Like, I, I heard a discussion of, um, I was listening to a podcast about the new Star Wars things, and the people on it were saying, oh, I really, really like Finn. He's a really great character. I just wish he had stuff to do. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, if you like the character, but they're not doing anything, that probably just means you like John Boyega. Yeah. Yeah, like- And, like, Oscar Isaac as well, it's very, very generic dialogue, but Oscar Isaac is extremely good.
0: No, I see what you're saying, yeah.
1: Yeah. Again, like, with with the prequel trilogy, like, people are like, oh, Kylo Ren, he's, like, Anakin done properly, and I'm like, he's, like, Anakin with better dialogue. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah like, like the, the thing about them is like it's so clunkily written but you at least have very very defined scenes where characters are saying like I want to do this but I know it is bad <laughs> so like he, he has like a defined arc where it's like okay you, you can see that he starts off as this like little idealistic kid and then he gets obsessed with like trying to hang on to the things that he has and he's not allowed to have them and then that pushes him further and further toward, like, wanting to control everything until it tips over into him being very easily seduced into, like, yeah, you can just be a space fascist. And then you can run everything the way that you want. And you can see that play out, like, even though the dialogue is terrible. Yeah. You can at least, okay, the point of this scene is that, like, like the scene where, like, Anakin murders all the children. Yeah. Like, you can see, like, they deliberately put scenes in the previous things where it's like, okay, Anakin starts off and he, like, some people, the the sand people take his mother and she dies. And you can see, like, okay, and that's what pushes him to get, and because he's come back to save her. He can't do it. He tips over, he kills them, and then there's this whole scene where he is standing there and he's saying, like, I couldn't help myself. I killed them. I killed the men. I killed the women. I killed the children. And- People are sort of like, oh, to him at the time. And you can see how, like, that then leads him into, like, okay, I can actually kill human children now. Yeah. Because, yeah. So, like, that. But whereas with Kylo Ren, it's like, you get this thing that's basically an aside that's like, hey, by the way, Kylo killed all the other people in his school. <laughs> but it's like it's like a two-second flashback, and then he spends the rest of the movie moping. <laughs> Oh. Well, I feel like they, they had a decent idea, but then I don't know, what does he do? He just sort of like... Hmm. yeah.
0: So, okay. So I would say for number 10 for the worst one, it would yeah. have definitely to be the one where um, Luke milks a thing.
1: The Last Jedi. <laughs>
0: That's, yeah. Okay. okay. So that's episode 8, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, 10th place goes to episode 8. Congrats. Good effort.
1: (laughs) It's a good effort. I fell asleep. (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't think 8 is the worst one, but I'll defer to you.
0: Uh, What do you think is the worst one, then?
1: Well, I was saying, like, The Force Awakens is, like, it just feels like the most pointless one. Hmm. And I think, like, pointless is, like, I would rather something that is, like, badly executed, but has a point to it than something that's well executed and is just sort of like, all right, that was a movie. I'm going to go now.
0: Hmm. I feel like I had a better experience with the um, yeah. uh, Force Awakens. Like, you know, we don't
1: actually have to rank them. You just decided this. We could just talk about them.
0: Okay. Well, I will decide the ranking then. I still say right. the 10th place right. is 8, and then okay. the 9th place is Episode 7. There we go all right i saw it in the theater the force awakens yeah i thought it was really pretty what i like about star wars i think i like more the actual like world and stuff
1: oh definitely yeah yeah that's the that's what i think too i think like the star wars films are great works of cinema in terms of like world building. In terms of like creating a place that is other, and I think that gets dragged down into the like Joseph Campbell crap, and people are like, no, it's successful because it's a modern myth, and I'm like, eh, gosh, okay.
0: so I think I was really happy to see a new Star Wars because it did show like yeah. a new world. It showed like technology. Well,
1: this is what I mean, though. It's like it showed a new world, but the new world is a desert planet full of junk traders.
0: Yeah, I Ex- love where they're
1: looking I- for where they're looking for a droid that has plans in it. It was on a crashed spaceship that the Empire is trying to find. Like, I think... Sorry, just- we got a droid that has a map in it. A droid that has a it. Not plans. It has a map. And it's not the Empire. It's the First Order who are just...
0: We got Empire. it. We got it, Richie. We got it. We got the parallels you're trying to allude to.
1: But yeah, it's very subtle.
0: <laughs> it's very subtle. But they just
1: have the exact same spaceships as the Empire in the same uniforms, but they're called the First Order.
0: Yeah, but it's still, like, it was well done, it was a cool desert, like, it's cool lake ships, and, like, the outfits were really cool.
1: Is the desert planet in the Mandalorian a different planet as well? Are they just, like, a lot of desert planets in Star Wars?
0: I don't know, there's, like, a couple of different locations in the Mandalorian.
1: Like, at least, again, like, going back to the prequels, at least, you know, there's, I don't know if you remember, but there's, like, a montage of the clones, like, turning on the Jedi.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, you just, again, see all these planets that are screened for about five seconds, and they all look complete, like, there's one that's, like, got gigantic, like, flowers growing everywhere. And you see, like, like this, like, frozen world, and there's, like, a, like, one where they're all in the sky and everything. And that's, like, just sort of there. And it's like, can we have more of this and less, like, what if there was a droid on a desert planet?
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: It's, it's like poetry, it rhymes. What? Because that's the thing George Lucas says. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: What were we saying? I feel like you interrupted. You wanted
1: to. You wanted to rank them.
0: No, but I was saying something. You said something.
1: You said I like the Force Awakens because it has a cool desert planet.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then it has other places too. And then there's starships. And then there's like fighting, like boop boop boop. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. It was well done too.
1: Yeah.
0: It was like the movie that, like, it was good, and you know, it never dipped into bad. Yeah. Because I watched Jumanji, the new rock one, recently. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, there were really good moments. And then it would just dip into like, oh, what is this? And then good moments and funny. And it's like, oh, and then like, oh, and like, oh, and like, oh you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like Star Wars stayed above that dip. so That was good. Yeah. Um. Okay. So eighth place.
1: How about you You just rank them, and then we'll talk about them, because I can't be bothered figuring okay, out. So
0: I will say that the eighth place will go to episode three. Let's talk about that.
1: Revenge of the Sith. Yes. That's like, all right, that's, I think, one of the better ones. How so? Well, a lot happens in it. There's a lot of like cool planets and like you see a bunch of neat things. Yeah. And you know um, what?
0: you're right. I take it back. Yeah. This will be the okay. sixth place. Eight it's got the seven. most it's
1: got the best emperor stuff in it. Episode three is the one where he's like fully the emperor and he's got like the black hood and the monster face, and they go, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. No, that's a good one. That's when all the Jedi's get killed, right?
1: Yeah. There's there's also a lot of physical comedy in it. There's just like a lot of deliberate comic timing of things. Like, there's just like R2 D2 slamming into walls and the Emperor falling over a chair and stuff. Because, like, <laughs> no, but, but like the thing about Jar Jar Binks, right?
0: Yeah.
1: If you ignore his horrible voice,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is that that's an attempt to do like physical comedy with something that's not actually there. Like, J- like, Jar Jar Binks is doing, like, Buster Keaton routines, where he's, like, slipping over stuff and, like, balancing on things. But he's completely mm-hmm. digital. Yeah. And I think maybe by the time of episode three, they had got that down a bit better. So you got, like... Like, there's a lot of just, like, people, like, bashing into things and falling over with comic timing in three. Mm-hmm. That I think is under... Okay. Like, there's, there's, this re- there's this scene, I remember, where... where um the Emperor shoots force lightning at Yoda and Yoda reflects it back at him and the Emperor's in a chair and the chair just like from this really awkward angle just kind of like tips over backwards and the Emperor falls out and there's this like fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. I remember one scene where uh Jaja Binks, uh, his foot accidentally gets caught on a like laser gun. Yeah. But then he, as he's trying to like get out of it. He like kills everyone around yeah, him. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: okay.
0: All right. So the eighth place will be episode one. All right. What'd you think of episode one?
1: Um, I like it more than most people who at the time were incredibly angry. I guess, like, people might not remember, like, because this is like 20 years ago, Phantom Menace. But it, there was so much hype around it. And then after it came out, there was so much, like, rage about. What the fuck was that? Have I told you about that? the documentary I have about the Australian Star Wars fan club?
0: No, tell me about it.
1: Okay, um, I think you can get this on YouTube. I have it on DVD. It's called The Fandom Menace.
0: That's pretty clever.
1: Um, yeah. Um, fandom is spelled with a PH. Oh... No, because there is another channel called the Phantom Menace with an F that you shouldn't watch.
0: Okay. And, um
1: So it's about it's like sticking with this Australian Star Wars fan club in the lead up to the release of the Phantom Menace, and they're like for reference. Like, I don't know if they still do this because I I haven't like looked into it since the buyout. But like Lucasfilm were very very cooperative with fandom. Like the fans were very passionate; they would support them. So like. Mm-hmm. i don't know if you can still do this because they've been bought out by disney and i haven't checked but like if you said like hey i have a club i want a darth vader for it they could provide you with like a darth vader they would provide you with like sound effects they provide you with props and stuff if you had like but there were all these stipulations like you could have a darth vader but the darth vader guy had to be over a certain height and had to like behave in a certain way and stuff and um oh actually yeah it was just go like further down this ridiculous rabbit hole, but like there was a a convenience store I used to go to um, about 10 years ago. It was open 24 hours. And the guy who did the night shift was like an officially sanctioned stormtrooper. He had a stormtrooper like armor set that was like a complete replica of the ones from the films, and he would bring it to work with him, and he would like work on it because it was the night shift and no one was there. So you'd go in, and he'd have his stormtrooper armor like hanging up, and he'd be oh. like, like cleaning it and like removing dust and like painting over parts where the paint had chipped off and stuff like that. But like he was a, he was an officially sanctioned stormtrooper, so like he could be like called upon if like a club or something needs stormtroopers. He and his friends would show up.
0: So yeah.
1: cool. Yeah, and anyway, the the documentary, like this, this they obviously started the filming before the Phantom Menace came out, so they didn't realize that people would be would be split on it. Mm-hmm. And it's about this club and like all the like stuff they have to go through in the lead up to the Phantom Menace because they get access to like they can screen it and like organize all this stuff because they're like they're like the the biggest Star Wars fan club in Melbourne, and um. It goes for a while, and then after it comes out, the guy who's the head of the fan club goes through, like, all the stages of grief. Oh, no. From, like, denial, bargaining, and (laughs) he gradually realizes he hates it. And it no, and it, it ends with him, like, he has this huge Star Wars collection that takes up his, like, half his house, mm-hmm. and he's been obsessed with Star Wars since he was seven, and he has, like, thousands, like, tens of thousands of dollars of Star Wars stuff everywhere, and then he realizes he hates Star Wars, and then he's just like, okay, I'm selling it all, I'm moving.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So, he quits and he sells it all, and he just moves somewhere else, and it's like,
0: oh. It's kind of sad.
1: Yeah. yeah. So like that's if you can see that. That's like a good um I guess capsule of what it was like and like the lead up to it and then what the the aftermath. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember being hyped about it and I remember seeing it in the yeah. theater. Yeah. But I was just like, "Oh, it's okay." Like it's not, yeah. you know, it's not like, as good as I thought it was going to be, but it's I yeah. like the graphics are good. The world is cool. The races are cool or whatever. Yeah. They had races in the first one, right?
1: The aliens, yeah.
0: What? No, I mean like a car race.
1: Oh, yeah. The pod race, yeah.
0: The pod race, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was cool. Um, yeah. Just thought it was like, okay, it yeah. wasn't as good as I hoped, but it was Okay. Um, but later uh, I found out in life that a lot of people were angry at it. I
1: I guess, like, the irony of a lot of the anger at the time is, like, everyone was, well, not everyone, but the people who were angry were saying, oh, this is terrible because it's all just shot on a green screen and it's all digital and none of it's real.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Um, 20 years, every movie is made like that. (laughs) All these Marvel movies, all these, like, DC movies, they are all made in a fucking green room somewhere. Yeah. So apologize to George. He was just ahead of the game.
0: <laughs> okay. Thank you, Richie. So Okay. Then seventh place will be episode 2. Okay. What did you think about episode 2?
1: Um I I like it a lot. How come? I think, like, something about the, the prequel trilogy that's not talked about is, like, how well everything actually locks together. The thing about the prequel trilogy is it is at least structured as, like, this is a three-act story.
0: Yeah, And the yeah. things
1: that we introduce in episode one are developed in episode two and then climax in episode three. So, like, two is, like, it does work as connective tissue. It's true. Yeah. And I also another thing I like about the prequel trilogy is, like, the phantom menace is set during the day like it's all bright and shiny and then throughout yeah. episode 2 it gets prog- it starts off in like the evening and gets progressively later and then by episode 3 it's mostly at night so you can see like night actually falls across like the republic as this thing is playing out mhm so like episode 2 is like it's very red and it's like orange and then there's all these parts where they go into like the streets of Coruscant and it looks like blade runner mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Christopher Lee's in it. And like, um, Obi Wan has that, like, s- the thing where he's tracking down Django Fett and it plays out like a Bond movie. Yes, where he's, like, yeah. Following all these clues and then having this, like, confrontation with the villain where they're obviously hiding something. And then.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, my impression of episode two was the same as, like, episode one yeah it's like oh it's cool graphics
1: cool graphics yeah
0: yeah i think again i felt like oh it wasn't as good as i was hoping it would be i don't know what i expected i don't know what i imagined in my mind it was gonna be like but i was like okay it wasn't as good as i expected but it was okay yeah yeah but i mean yeah the lightsaber fights were cool I guess it's more than just in the second one. When they go like up an elevator or whatever, and there's like or when they're standing on a balcony, there's like a whole world in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And you can see like like the traffic in the sky is like following these lanes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: And again, yeah, like I really like the like you mentioned, the blade runner like streets and things like that. Yeah. So yeah. I found the dialogue a little cringe. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, okay, so we already talked about episode three, which is in sixth place. Okay, fifth place. Uh, let's say
1: my favorite part about episode three, right? Yeah. is that there's because the dialogue is extremely on the nose, there's multiple scenes where the Jedi essentially turn to camera and say, I have failed. <laughs> And then, no, but then when episode eight came out, and Luke's like, Oh, the legacy of the Jedi is failure. And people are like, Whoa, amazing deconstruction. It's <laughs> <Really>? like they <laughs> struck that on screen in 2005. You just didn't care. Oh my God, that's
0: amazing. <sighs>
1: it just amazes me that there, episode three is a whole movie about how, like, the Jedi are a massive failure, and Obi-Wan is a failure, and Yoda's a failure. And they, like, raised this, like, Awful shithead space fascist who like murdered them all. But then you just have like the Luke Skywalker recap that in one sentence everyone's like, oh my god, Ryan Johnson has finally deconstructed this thing that clearly George Lucas could never have foreseen.
0: <sighs> I feel like we'll need to rewatch the Star Wars movies, Richie. And have legit episodes on them. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Well, it's like we've picked the exact right time to do it. Did we? No, this oh. is like the worst part. If this <laughs> Star Wars bubble has like burst like a couple of years ago.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so, in fifth place, let's say episode four. All right. Do you remember when was the first time you've seen episode four?
1: I can tell you, and this is really indicative of how, like, the landscape has changed. Okay. Because people are used to Star Wars being, like, everywhere all the time. Uh mm-hmm. huh. But there was a point in between, like, Return of the Jedi's release and, like, the mid-90s, where, like, it wasn't really a thing. It was just kept alive by novels. You didn't see, like, it wasn't saturated like it is now. mm mm-hmm. This is what happened. I was probably like eight or nine years old, right? Uh-huh. I had never heard of Star Wars, and it came on TV, and it said Episode Four, and I didn't understand that that was the first one. And I thought, oh, that I must have missed the other ones, uh-huh. which would never happen now. But like, that's what it was like at the time because I just like I'd never heard of it, and I didn't understand why is there a four on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. They knew they were gonna do the re release in ninety seven. Okay. The um when they did the special editions. So like in the lead up to that they had started like pushing it again, and that was like the first time I'd ever heard of it. So this is like ninety ninety like three, ninety four, they were like gearing up for it, so there was a big push for more Star Wars stuff. But like I had never heard of it before then. Interesting. Yeah.
0: I feel like I've always known Star Wars. Yeah? Like, I don't know when was the first time I watched it. I guess it would have to be with my parents when I was, like, really, really little.
1: Did you? So you had it in the Union?
0: Yeah, yeah, probably illegally. Yeah. Was there a Russian <laughs> yeah. guy
1: dubbing everyone?
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, Russian guy, probably the one that pinches his nose so he can't be recognized. Either that one. There was another one that had a really deep voice. I liked him better. It was more pleasant. Amy
1: never got to dub Jar Jar Binks.
0: (laughs) Well, who knows? Maybe they did. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We up now. Okay. Um. So episode four. What did you think of it?
1: It's uh very fast movie i think although the pacing is bizarre in some places also well i i think like it's it's a good adventure film but like again what we're talking about is like it's it resonates because it creates this whole world that like hadn't i think really been okay the approach is it's like if you were doing a historical drama and you recreated that time period. It's kind it's sort of doing that, but with like a time period that never existed. And there's all these stories about like George Lucas arriving on set, like before everyone else, to like just rearrange stuff and like put like dirt on things so it all looked lived in.
0: Mm.
1: So like that scene where they go to the the cantina, the famous one, and there's all the aliens in it, and it's like all these weird aliens that are on screen for half a second because they're just there. And like when they're wandering around the Mos Eisley, there's just like weird aliens in the background because they're just there. There's like droids wandering around because they're just there. And that's what has the biggest like impact for me, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Episode four was chill. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It's chill. Let's say fourth place episode five. What'd you think of episode five, Richie?
1: Um It's allegedly the best one.
0: How come? Who alleged it?
1: Uh fans.
0: Oh. Well, why?
1: Because it's like the dark one where Luke finds out that Vader is his father and everyone argues in corridors.
0: So, was there ever a point in your life that you remember not knowing that Darth Vader was Luke's father?
1: I presume they would have to have been, but I don't remember it.
0: Yeah, I don't remember it either. I feel like we missed out on the biggest plot twist ever.
1: What's the biggest plot twist in that like you remember?
0: What about you? Um... <sighs>
1: maybe optimus prime dying in uh, the first transformers film?
0: Oh, he said. Well, this is the the
1: weird thing about it cuz like I saw transformers primarily on VHS. And I knew that like there was some where Optimus Prime was in it and then there are these other ones where it's like a largely different cast. And it's, like, apparently set further in the future. And I never actually made the connection that, like, oh, (laughs) did they die? And then I watched the movie and I'm like, oh, 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 all my favorite characters are being gunned down graphically on screen and melting and Optimus Prime has turned gray. And, like, the light has disappeared from his eyes. Oh. Like, he got better.
0: Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: the The quintessons resurrected him, and um, the the quintessons—they're like space squids. They resurrected him, and uh, okay. he had to like. Th- there was like a, a there was a thing called the Hate Plague that if you touched spores, you turned red and got very angry. That it it affected um. It affected robots as well as like people and rats. So I don't know exactly how it worked. And um, they brought Optimus Prime back and he coated himself in a metal that made him immune to the hate plague and he cured everyone.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. Can he cure the hate plague of the internet?
1: No one's that powerful.
0: (laughs) Okay, Cool. Cool. Thank you, Richie. Um, so I guess episode six would be then in third place.
1: What? What? <laughs> How are you deciding? He's like, I guess. He's just doing them in order. So um, four, then five, then six.
0: Maybe. It's like whatever the music tells yeah. me. Okay. You've met my muse yeah. recently. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Got words for them.
0: <laughs> okay. What did you think of episode six?
1: Um, The scenes in The Emperor's Throne Room Are very long Mm. Um, You can tell that it's kind of running out Of ideas
0: How so? Well
1: because the plot of episode 6 is basically Just like hey what if there was another death star And then like the rest of it is then re- like it, it, it has good scenes with like Jabba the Hutt's palace where they like meet all these weird characters and then they have to rescue Han Solo. And then, but I feel like once that's done with it, then just like the final part is just sort of like, uh, there's another Death Star. <laughs> but that almost, seems, that almost seems quaint in comparison to like what they've done now where it's like, oh, there's an even bigger Death Star. Ooh, and then it's like, oh, no, they've got a laser. But it's the laser from the Death Star. And then it's like Rogue One, ooh, it's the Death Star again. And then, <laughs> and then like episode nine apparently might have some Death Stars in it. How many? Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. When's this coming out? There's an entire fleet of Star Destroyers that all have a tiny Death Star like laser attached to them. That is- just imagining, like the <laughs> rebellion leaders, like another Death Star. You're joking. <laughs> You've got an entire universe, and all they can come up with is like, "What if there was another Death Star?"
0: <laughs> That's actually a good point. They do have an entire universe.
1: Do you know why they brought back the Death Star in six? Why? I can I can tell you this because I'm tragic. That
0: like oh, so,
1: George Lucas when he initially like planned out his Star Wars like saga, um, he Excuse he me. he says it was always meant to be six films. But according like there's other reports where he's like he clearly wants there to be nine, and then he wants there to be twelve or whatever. Um, okay. He initially didn't have the Death Star in the first one. He wanted it to be like the climax of the whole story. And then when they w- they were like, uh George, this needs an ending. This needs like some sort of stakes involved, like shit needs to actually happen in in like this part to like make it feel like a real movie. So it's got like a structure to it. So he moved the Death Star from the end to the like first one to give it like a cl- like a good climax. And then um he sort of didn't have anything to do. <laughs> like he then reached six and he's like, Oh, okay. Oh, that's-
0: No, they should have let him do his thing.
1: Well, no, but like, I think without the Death Star, it wouldn't have been a success and he just wouldn't have ever done it.
0: Well, it could have been like Lord of the Rings, like nothing happens.
1: Yeah, but they made their back.
0: I love Lord of the Rings. You know what? It's I think it's like one of the few movies where I could literally watch it just like for hours, like nothing happening, just like everybody's walking around and talking, and like there's a princess yeah. and like oh, he's so cute or whatever. You
1: can go on a, a hike in real life, though.
0: Yeah, but where?
1: Canada. The only part of Lord of the Rings I remember is is when. Um, a magic horse shows up, but it's just a regular horse. So they have, like, a lass basically say, That horse over there is a magic horse.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't remember that.
1: I think it's when Gandalf summons the, like, the horse he rides. Oh. Yeah. Oh.
0: Who was your favorite Lord of the Rings character?
1: Probably Grime a worm tongue. Could that? The creepy guy that hangs around Saruman.
0: Oh <laughs> why? I don't
1: know, I just I just like Brad Dourif.
0: Okay. Guess who I like?
1: Uh
0: The cutest one!
1: They're all cute. Gimli. No The guy who says they have a cave troll
0: No Uh -uh. Big guy, super cute Tragic story a little bit Oh, Gollum Yeah Yeah. He's especially cute in the Hobbit It's just, oh my god, just give him the ring
1: You know You'll you'll appreciate this What do you think Gollum's voice is based on?
0: Um, I don't know. What?
1: A cat being sick. Poor little cat. Aww. That's why you like Gollum, because he's a little cat.
0: He's a little cat, I knew it. Oh, ho, ho, ho. But he's so cute, I can't do big, big guy. it's like, oh, you little guy. Somebody should feed him, though.
1: Well I've got got bad news. What? He fell on a volcano.
0: Well listen, Palpatine fell in a friggin' nuclear reactor. I was just thinking that
1: yeah, yeah. They'll like <laughs> they'll both <laughs> fall in the same time portal and like meet each other on the way, like hi
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: Oh he's in Star Wars as well, Andy Circus. The guy who's golem is he's, he's he's technically with Palpatine because he's the voice of Snoke and the motion capture.
0: Oh my god, we figured it out, Richie! Yeah. We're geniuses. Yeah. Saturday night snack
1: Saturday afternoon.
0: Oh my god, it's actually Saturday right now. It's Saturday zero 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 zero.
1: it's been recorded Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon, but never actually Saturday night.
0: I think we're supposed to air it on Saturday night. Usually we're recorded on like a Monday and air it on a Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Good, okay. Good. So, second place. So now all we have left is.
1: No, this is even like halfway through.
0: What? Third place was.
1: We have like. Okay. Third place, place was, was. We
0: only we selectively picked the ones we'll talk about. <laughs> so we have to.
1: <laughs> Executive producer Sinclair's <laughs> muse.
0: Yes <laughs> So we only have Solo and Rogue One left Which I'm very happy about Because they're my favorite out of the new ones Okay, so second place will okay. be Solo Yeah, okay What did you think about Solo?
1: Um, It felt like a TV show It just didn't really seem that exciting to me Yeah,
0: I really liked it I thought it was really cool I thought it was yeah. funny yeah. I thought there was yeah. action There were graphics There was story I thought it was really cute I really liked it. I was yeah. really depressed there's not going to be a second one. Yeah. Okay. That means the first place is Rogue One. Woo! Rogue, one. Rogue One. Yeah, I'm
1: fine with that honestly. I started off not liking it because I think the beginning is quite like confusing and mm-hmm. weirdly paced. Like you get sort of like a bunch of flashbacks and then like you can basically tell that like there was supposed to be more at the beginning and they just cut it down to it's like, so I started off really not liking it, but then when it got going, I I liked it a lot. Yeah.
0: I liked the entire thing. And I really, I was really sad at the end though. I'm like, Oh no, why? And I thought it was really cute at the end. We see princess Leia receive the thing and it's just like, Oh, no, I really loved it. It's like, I think my favorite star Wars movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping, like, when they announced that they were doing more Star Wars, I was hoping it would all be like that. Like, I was hoping that it would just meant that, like, every year or couple of years they'd just do a, just like a standalone movie in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And when they announced, like, no, Luke Skywalker's coming back and there's going to be this, and I'm like, oh, no. And then, like, it pretty much played out as I predicted. Aww. Well, no, because it's like, if you've done this, this very, very deliberately mythic story, about the battle between good and evil and then you had one set where the evil won and then good people won the second time and redeemed it you can just leave it and then do other things you don't need to like go back because you bringing back like oh the emperor's back again and all <laughs> that like, I want to be on record saying I hate Joseph Campbell but like <laughs> I, I still no but like as much as I dislike the works of Joseph Campbell, I still, like, if you set up a character so that their whole, like, arc over six movies is leading to them killing the Emperor, mm-hmm. and then two movies later you're like, oh, he's back again, <laughs> you com- you just rendered all of that completely pointless. <laughs> Like that scene we watched, where like Darth Vader sacrifices himself to kill the Emperor. Yeah, that doesn't matter anymore because he just <laughs> he just chilled on another planet for a while. and Now he's back, so like he may as well just not have done it.
0: Well, we don't know though if he's back. Maybe it's something else, Richie.
1: But they've announced he's back.
0: Okay, but maybe they're misleading. It could be a spirit. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's just like whatever. But maybe that also means that Darth Vader's is going to be back.
1: Well, his voice was in it.
0: In what? The thing we want to start. Oh. Oh, because he goes like,
1: my boy, I have been every voice. And then he, he turns to Snoke's voice, like, every voice, and then it's like, you have ever heard, and then Darth is like, inside your head. So it's like, all of them.
0: So. Mm.
1: The implication is that, that Palpatine's, like, Ghost or like corpse or whatever has been talking to like Kylo Mm -hmm. like through his mind,
0: yeah.
1: And I think the implication that they're going for is that like Snoke was just like a weird, like failed clone body that he was controlling, Mm. and there really was no Snoke, which is which is just great after two (laughs) movies to just be like, Oh, it doesn't fucking matter, I don't know, it's the Emperor again. (laughs)
0: I feel like you're taking it a little too harshly, Richie. I, 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 I guess it actually would kind of be like a plot twist, you know, like, oh, it's not what you think.
1: Yeah, but that's, I don't think it's a plot twist, though. I think it's that they don't know how to end it. So they're just like, oh, that thing that worked before, we'll just do that again.
0: Hmm. Hmm. They should just bring Jar Jar Banks back. Remember, there's like a fan theory going around that Jar Jar Banks is supposed to be the ultimate bad guy. Maybe that's what they're going for, finally, after all these years.
1: I have been every voice you've
0: ever heard in your head! (laughs) Yes. Oh, can we do that? No. Did you revoice the trailer, Richie? No. I think we should.
1: I'm pretty sure someone's already doing it. Because it's a really obvious joke. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 9. Another Death Star? You're joking.
0: Uh, What were we saying? Um, Okay, so Rogue One wins, but that's not over, Richie. There's a bonus level.
1: What, The Mandalorian?
0: Yeah! The true okay. super winner okay. of this top 10 is the Mandalorian. You see,
1: battle for Endor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you bully, it's the Mandalorian.
1: I haven't seen it, I've seen clips of it,
0: but it's so good. It's actually like, yeah, almost every episode is like a movie, it's on point. Yeah, it's yes, baby, yeah, yeah.
1: Ah! yeah. I know. All I know is like it's got Werner Herzog's in it. It's got Baby Yoda and Gina Carano is in it. So I'll probably watch it at some point. No,
0: and it's really well done. And there's like humor in it, and you can tell like there's a little bit of an Avengers vibe going on. So it's going to be good.
1: Yeah, it's it's John Favreau.
0: Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's really cute. It's like they should have just went with that instead of like the new awaken whatever movies. Just do that.
1: Just baby Yoda.
0: Yes, baby Yoda, baby Yoda, floating <laughs> in a pod, baby Yoda.
1: Yeah. Do you remember the um the other Yoda thing from Phantom Menace? That's like a female version of Yoda with long hair. Yeah. Yeah, Yaddle.
0: <laughs> Not as cute.
1: I am disappointed that the new movies, the alien designs, aren't quite as, as weird. Yeah? Yeah. Because, like, what? You know, remember the scenes with, like, the Jedi Council? And they're all around in that room. And it's yeah. just really, really fucking weird Jedi. There's, like, a guy whose, like, lower body is a snake. And there's, like, the <laughs> guy with four arms and a really long neck. And there's, like, an insect guy who has to wear a gas mask. And I'm saying that because I do actually know their names. I'm just describing them.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So there's like Sassy Teen, uh, Yarel Puff, and Plo Koon.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, the Mandalorian is literally the only thing worth having a Disney subscription for.
1: Yeah.
0: That and Inhumans.
1: We need to do Inhumans versus Inhumanoids. (laughs)
0: Baby Yoda. Did I tell you what my boyfriend's life has been recently?
1: Baby Yoda floating in a pod. And then when you get tired.
0: Yes. But also sometimes I get tired of that. So I go, baby Corvo, baby Corvo. Sitting on a chair, baby Corvo. And then I just like go, baby cup of coffee, baby cup of coffee. Sitting on the table, baby, cup of coffee. And then I just go on describing all the objects in yeah. the room.
1: The other day, I held Ingrid above my head, going floaty girl, floaty girl, floaty girl, floaty girl. And she did not look happy. Aww. <laughs> That's so
0: cute. <sighs> baby. I'll we'll find the intro
1: of Inhumanoids and you can tell me if it's better than Inhumans.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Just wait for the computer to lurch its way to.
0: Somebody just made a comment. (laughs) impartial throne said, "Wow, how can Martin Scorsese even show his face in public when Sin has only seen like three or four of his movies?" (laughs) 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 Thank you! Exclamation point. Uh. Hard to (laughs) comment. Loading in a party. Okay, in
1: humanoids is in. Okay, okay. Okay. Can
0: okay, let me go click it. Okay. Ready?
1: I have to. Okay. I have to buffer it. Okay. Thanks to YouTube user quake forever
0: 2007. <laughs> and this was posted in 2011. Wow. Yeah. A while back.
1: Registered their account four years later. I know what I have to do. <laughs> Upload the intro of Inhumanoids. <laughs> I don't like. I think five episodes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, it's not. Playback is not allowed on other channel on other platforms. I have to actually watch it on YouTube.
0: Okay, well that's where I am. Okay. Get ready.
1: Hang on, I gotta buffer three. it again.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Inhumanoids. <laughs> now I have to turn the volume up. Okay. So what it's like running Google Chrome? <laughs> okay, I'm ready.
0: Okay, three, three,
1: two, two one, go. One.
0: Oh, this is intense. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Those sound effects, though. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck? Did you hear those sounds?
1: Inhumanoids, humanoids. Ah! <laughs> the evil that lies within Inhumanoids, humanoids. Ironically, they are all humanoid
0: Really? Yeah.
1: yeah, two arms, two legs, head Torso, checks out I mean, one's kind of got tentacles But
0: mm-hmm.
1: you'd still describe them as humanoid They're not like jellyfish
0: Okay. I feel like this is better than Humans. (laughs) I watched about two episodes of Humans. My boyfriend and I watched the first one, and then we are like, we should watch it again as a joke, like the second episode, Uh. and we can't get past the second episode. We're like, no, that's enough. (laughs) That joke has gone on long enough. It's just so bad.
1: Do you want to start doing an episode by episode in Humans recap? No! Two years after everyone stopped watching it and just pretend that it's new and come up with theories about what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> I think Richard just found where I draw the line.
1: <laughs> what's up, Inhumanoids fans? Remember to subscribe <laughs> to get updated on what happens in the next episode of Inhumans.
0: Oh, God.
1: Some bullshit about the moon. <laughs> I think I have like a figure of the hair lady somewhere. Oh yeah. Cause there's a a game called Hero Clicks. That's like a tabletop miniature game that a bunch of like Marvel and DC characters are in. And because it they like they're not especially great quality, but they're quite cheap. And because most superheroes, if you, like, just strip the paint and undercoat them, are basically just a naked person, because they're wearing skin-tight costumes. I, like, I harvest them for parts. Ooh. For other things I'm building. So I just buy, like, in batches of, like, 50 or 60 just, like, random superheroes and then, like, take their heads and torsos and use them in other things.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I have like sixty She-Hulks. <laughs> I I single-handedly drove up the price of She-Hulk figures on eBay because I bought I bought all the ones I could find. They were all like two dollars, and then the ones that were left all shot up to like five to ten dollars each because suddenly there was scarcity.
0: It's amazing.
1: Anyway, Star Wars
0: yeah Star Wars yeah. Um, but I think it's done
1: what the discussion of Star Wars itself <laughs> X-Men Mutants versus Inhumans who is more powerful that's 230,000 views
0: oh damn so we should be doing an episode by episode of Inhumans is what you're saying <laughs>
1: No, we should do one where we watch an episode of Inhumans and an episode of Inhumanoids, and then <laughs> decide which is better.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, Reggie, do the ultra. Ooh.
1: Inhumanoids or humanoids—the evil that lies within.